You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast. What's this about aliens visiting Earth and crash landing in one place or another? I, I thought about that. And it seems to me, if you're an alien with the intelligence and the technology to build the, some kind of spaceship, flying saucer, let's call it, and you can cross the gap of interstellar space. Keep going. And you come to Earth and then crashed. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't want to meet those aliens. Give me the aliens that know how to navigate. Okay? Facts, Neil. Give me the one that successfully lands. That's the one I'm having a conversation with. Neil. I went down a rabbit hole. As you guys can tell, dad's gone. Yeah, this show's going to go off the rails quick. Left the kids in charge. And it's not going to be good. No, but it's going to be amazing. It's going to be good for us. All right, boys and gals. It's coffee, Corey. Meatballs out. Honestly, good. He's so he's still he's so strict with the show. We're gonna free farm tonight, Corey. Yep, let's do it. Let's go through Frank. Uh, Frankie did was kind enough to leave us some notes, which is good. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, uh, F one, Miami race date announced May eighth, twenty twenty two. I actually saw Frank's uh, Instagram story. It looks sick with the course going through yeah, around nice. the uh, Hard Rock Stadium. Mm-hmm. So shout out F one, shout out to Frankie and the boys. Um, you know what? Uh, let's just uh, you know, I, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna just get all Frank's shit out of the way first. Then, then we'll then we'll do our thing. Yeah. Uh, Frank wanted you guys all to know that the 76er signed a Crypto.com jersey patch sponsorship for ten million dollars. We Thanks, probably Frank. would have got to that at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. that would that would yeah, that, that would have been like that would have the topic list. That would have got up there. Uh, and Frankie also wants us to know this is verbatim from the notes app. Uh, NHL hockey puck drop next week? Question mark. You're asking the wrong guys, Frank. I don't know the puck drops tomorrow, a month from now. I don't think me and Corey could tell you. He's asking us if the NHL starts next week. <laughs> Look at the go on your phone and know that says puck drop next week? Question mark. I haven't heard anything about the NHL or read anything about the NHL and. I don't hey, even know who won the Stanley Cup last year. Who won the Stanley Cup last year? Tampa. I'm trying to think. Tampa. Oh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They beat the they one back to back. Did uh did um what's his name get traded yet? Eichel. Jack Eichel. I don't know. It's the only thing I know. Is he still out there? Was he? Is he still available? I don't know. That's the only hockey news that has piqued my. Eichel watch. All right. Hey, uh, let us know on social media. Comment below. This puck drop next week. Frank wants to know. Someone answer Frankie's <laughs> question. <laughs> Frank couldn't just go on. <laughs> fucking get <laughs> <can't> Google puck <laughs> drop. Put the <laughs> notes question mark. Uh, um, and aside from that, uh, our, our homework was to go through Peppa Jack's picks and talk about baseball playoffs. So without further ado, Corey, I'll pass it on to you. And uh, let's go through some of your picks for NFL. All right. I might have more than three this week. Because oh, the board, whoa. the board is. Do you like you like the board? I do love the board. I love the board this week. Um, I'll start off. Sorry to all my Bills friends. This one's gonna sting a little bit. Mm. Washington football team got them at a great number, plus eight and a half. I think they're all the way down to plus seven now. But I just think it's a, it's a nice spot for them to really showcase their defense that hasn't played well for the first two games. Daniel Jones made him look like 
Swiss cheese, which is hard for Daniel Jones to do. So I think Chase Young and the boys, I think Chase Young and the boys are going to come to play. Josh Allen, despite winning what they win last week, 35, nothing or something like that. Yeah. Hasn't looked, hasn't looked great. I mean, his completion percentage is, is bottom of the league at this point. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I watched Washington. the red zone. They don't really show a game after there's a blowout. They didn't really show much of it on TV. I didn't really catch a lot. I, I saw the score. I'm like, damn, like Josh Allen must be going crazy. And you go back through a stat line, I'm like, oh, he didn't really. Yeah, which is weird because, like, you think of Jacoby Brissett as, like, a serviceable backup, too. And then he came he in. Maybe, maybe the Bills' defense garbage. is legit, man. I mean, they shut down Pittsburgh for a half. They didn't allow a point against Miami. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think it's a good spot for Washington's defense to come out. Show show what they can do. Taylor, oh, my Heineke's clean. Is going <laughs> to look good oh, last week, man. Heineke's I don't know. Clean. I think I think Antonio Gibson gets rolling a little bit. Um, if that That's defense cool. does its job, then eight and a half should cover uh, with ease. Bills might win. I'm thinking maybe a field goal to a touchdown game. But Washington, first pick of the week, eight and a half. Got a great line. Not sorry about it. Pick two. Uh, this might be one of my favorite picks of the year. Tampa Bay, L.A. Pick of the year. Lock under. Mm. <laughs> pick of the year alert. Pick of the year alert. Um, pick of the year. <laughs> Rams, Bucks, under 55 and a half. Uh, both teams, in my opinion, have a top 10, top 15 defense. Both teams have gone over their first two games. So water finding is level. Big fan of that. Think, <laughs> think the unders do. Um Antonio Brown is out. Uh, Daryl Henderson might not play. He's uh, he's explosive from the running back position. Now you but they got Sony, Sony PS5 in the backfield. Yeah, I know. And Sony Michelle is not a bad player, but at the same time, he doesn't have the same same juice as uh, Daryl Henderson would have. BPA, um, big playability. Yeah, he he doesn't have BPA. But <laughs> yeah, I just think it's it's a spot where both teams have let up a lot of points in their first two games. I mean, the Rams the Rams did, defense did their job in the first game, but. Um, both games went over. I just think it's it's a perfect time for both defenses to step up. Uh, Tom Brady without probably their most talented receiver, arguably, I should say, um, in AB. Buck's run game has been non-existent, so I think the Rams are going to be able to sit on the pass and maybe uh, think in a 24 to 21 game. Sprink, might sprinkle a little bit on LA in that game as well. Yeah. Um, pick three. Uh, Jets, this will be my second Jets over the year. Jets, Broncos over 41. Got it another good number. Not sorry about it. I think it's all the way up to 42 and a half now. But I think Denver's secondary, and this is going to sound weird because it's going to be reversed. Denver's secondary is so good that I think they can put up 14 points themselves. With Zach Wilson out there, he might put up seven points for the Jets. And 14 points. Well, for the 21 for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, it's, just, it's the lowest, lowest over He's... under of the week. And again, water finding its level. Both teams have gone under the first two games. So um, maybe they let Zach Wilson sling it, possibly find Corey Davis for a couple touchdowns, possibly. Find, How sick are the Jets for drafting him? Possibly find Patrick Sertan for a couple touchdowns. Uh, I think Roby's back in the secondary, but yeah. Um, uh, Jamichael, or what is his name? Um, the running back from North Carolina that's a beast. Uh, Williams is his last name, anyways. Javon, so him Javon and Melvin Gordon present a formidable duo running back there. Teddy Bridgewater playing his ass off. And uh, even without – He's like second in the league in completion percentage. I know. Yeah. No, nah, he's a good quarterback, man. He just needs the pieces around him. Denver's offensive line is good. 
So I think Denver puts up between 20, 24 to 31 points. Hopefully the Jets can at least salvage touchdown and a field goal. And uh, that game pushes or goes over. So third pick of the week. And then my fourth and final pick of the week is, let me just make sure. Cause I got a, I got a few more, but I'm going to, before you give it out, I'm going to keep it to four. So I don't bore the, people. I think I'm going to flex Von Miller and fancy. So yeah, I think he's going to get two tubs. Uh, uh, last one, Baltimore and Detroit under. Maybe, maybe we should title this episode Water Finding Its Level because both teams Ooh. have gone over both games. Trend and my over-under picks this week. Um, Baltimore, I think they're going to run the shit out of the ball. Uh, Tyson Williams is solid. Latavius Murray is old but can still run it a little bit. Um, if, if Baltimore goes up by two touchdowns in this game, they're going to take the air out of the ball. Uh, Detroit, I think, is played a little bit better than they, have, than they actually are. They don't have that many threats. I mean, Tyrell Williams is coming back, but you got Tyrell Williams, um, Quintez Cephas, TJ Hawkinson. That's pretty much it. Jared Goff proved last week that he's a complete and utter fraud. So count on count on the Lions getting less than 14 points. Do we see and, Tim Boyle? Uh, Baltimore taking the air out of the ball to end the game. Maybe see a 28-13 game in that one. Baltimore covers easily and then under hits with ease. So those are my four picks. Water finding its level week. Lock it in. Yeah, pick it a year in there somewhere. Yep. Tampa Bay, LA under 55 and a half. Pick of the year. Now, what happens if that doesn't hit? What happens? Then we got to find another pick of the year. Yeah, find a better pick. Move on to the next. <laughs> There's always um, multiple picks of the year. You know, you got to. Oh, you gotta yeah. Understand yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, all right. So it's Friday night. Currently, uh, the Yankees and Red Sox have kicked off. Their series to the playoff hunt. Uh, both teams right now are in the wild card, but it's it's going to go down to the last game of the year probably. Um, you're probably more in tune with the NL wild card. Is St. Louis still? Is St. Louis in first in the wild card right now? No, no, LA is, and they're in second, right? St. Louis. Yeah, uh, I think the Padres fell out of favor a little bit, bro. I, I so I think it's St. Louis. And, uh, like might be it might be St. Louis and Cincinnati because St. Louis beat the shit out of the Cubs today. Bro, I was so shook. I googled. And a wild card, and the Padres were like were like five and a half games out. I was so surprised, bro. Their mm-hmm. lineup, that's like I understand that the Giants came out of nowhere and like ransacked the West. And obviously, LA is a perennial, and they're probably favored to win it even as a wild card this year. But it's like to like with that roster to be five and a half out, and I can speak this from my experience with the Yankees. Like they, the Yankees don't have any excuses for like how they play through the course of the year. And like the Padres, like at least the Yankees are in the damn Wild card, uh, you're five and a half out with like five like the best players in baseball right now is insane. Yeah, I think I think that frustration boiled over a little bit with Machado and uh, Tatis. I saw that. Had a little I hissy fit. Did you watch <laughs> the video? I mean, I think I think yeah, Machado. Yeah, I think it, Machado's in the right. Yeah, I mean, it, you can never really tell without knowing what's going on in that locker room. But he could he could have approached it a lot better. But uh. Yeah, I mean the Padres' payroll has got to be up there with the highest in baseball, and for them not to even be in contention for the wild card is is embarrassing. But at the same, I honestly, to be honest, and you said I might be more in tune with the NL wild card. I've been in tune with the Yankees and the AL wild card, despite not being a fan. The AL, the, the AL, AL is interesting as, as hell, man. I'm telling you, the Blue Jays are an interesting interesting team to follow. The Yankees are just. I said this in a group chat. They're, they're a fucking roller. They're literally coaster, a soap bro. opera. 
You yes. watch them every single game, and it's something different every single game. And you never it's know terrible. what to expect. By the time you guys hear this, I've already had like nine heart attacks and probably sent off a few uh, drunk, incoherent tweets about how pissed I am. But <laughs> again, as it stands right now, I mean, they have to, again, by the time you hear this, hopefully they've taken two of three. They absolutely have to have two of three of the series. They have to have this game tonight. Yes. And, and like, I, 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 will, I will give up Sunday night baseball in Fenway if we can win on Friday, Saturday, because. Uh, Boston's up to, and I think we could just break even with them to even stay afloat because we end the year with, like, I think it's like Boston, Boston, Tampa, Toronto, or something like that. It's like a gauntlet of, like, the wild card and division leader of the AL East. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. But, um, Boone's doing his best to, to fuck that up, by the way. I mean, the game is the game. I ask question? I, I mean, they were playing the Rangers, and it was a game they had to have. Yeah. Toronto had already oh. lost to Tampa Bay earlier that day. And then you roll out Gardner, and I and I've said this on the podcast before, but you roll out Gardner, Higashioka, you put Voight in instead of Rizzo. Like, what, like, what are you doing, Boone? Like, come on, man. Well, like, two things to that. What are you guys? Why are you, you not trying just, to arrest them or like what's going on? Why are you not just playing? You can play Voight. Like, for some reason, they're so like anti Voight and Rizzo. You can play both of them. DH one of them. There's there. They're nah, both. You're, you're always DHing Voight. Rizzo Rizzo's a stud at first. I understand, but Luke Foyt has ne- was never like a detriment to the Yankees' defense at first base. It's like, I'm just I'm saying either way, but they can coexist in the lineup 100, and they just don't for some reason. Because and they don't want to play stand in the field. They think he's too big of a liability. I think. I know. I mean, I know. Regardless, I the question I had is where the hell is my boy Greg Allen? That dude came up, lit the league on fire. And gets like the league on fire. <laughs> he was batting probably like 230 or something. Like nah, that. bro. He, 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 he played up for like a week and he was raking and he's fast switch hitter. My point is being that he's better than Brett Gardner. And Brett Gardner gets burned like every other day starting in the Yankees lineup in a playoff push. It's can, we, can, we, can we have a serious conversation about how Brett Gardner is incapable of hitting, yet pitchers are allergic to throwing him strikes? Oh, he's, yeah. he, at one point, yeah. he was batting what, like 180? And his on base percentage 180, was 360. Him in the strike zone is like an, it's like a magnet to the opposite direction. Like I, he just takes all these pitches and walks, and he can't hit the ball. So wh- where's the game plan with that one? Just throw it right down the middle every time. He's gonna ground out the fucking second. Like, he's I, also I the, he's the he's the king of doing nothing for like a week and a half, two weeks, and it'll be like the bottom of the eighth and put a fucking grand slam. And he'll do, like, he'll yeah. do shit like that. Yeah. He'll do shit like that. And it drives me insane. He'll, bat, he'll go 0 for 20, but then have the, the one hit that counts. So you got you to keep playing him. And it's, it is the most infuriating thing ever. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe he's got the clutch gene. Aaron Boone knows something we don't. Yeah, Boone doesn't – Boone doesn't like Boone with anything. But, yeah, but, I um, think uh, – we talked about this last week, but I think Vladdy is still in first in all the triple crown categories. And I think he – I think he fell. I think he fell back on our on RBIs. He fell behind on RBIs. I think so, but he, I think he's he's first in average, and I think he was in home run or he's he was in home runs. Um, but yeah, I know it's it is it's like if you really like look at it, like if you're a baseball fan, it would probably be the only time ever a triple crown winner won't win the MVP, probably yeah. in the history 100%. of baseball. 100%. Like I don't think I think I think they'll even. I think in the future, like I think, as more guys attempt to go with this two-way player, which I don't think is going to be like the the mantra of nah, players, but I don't think so either. 
it won't be, but it's like, I, I think guys are going to attempt it, but it's like, I think after this, like, yes, Shohei is probably, like, yes, I'm, I'm okay with getting an MVP, but like, if like four years from now, some guy gets triple crown, like that guy's the MVP. He's the best fucking hitter in baseball. Like that guy deserves every vote. He's, like to do that in the majors to be the best average and run producer in baseball is absurd to be number one, every important category. I agree. It's, I don't know. Baseball, baseball is a strange game where it, to your point where you were saying that more people might try to emulate what Shohei is doing in the future. I don't think anybody's going to do it to the extent that he does it. If anything, no, no, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be some, some dude that's like six, six, two fifty, And he's going to be their closer or something in addition to being in their lineup every day. Cause the strain on your arm and your body to go out and hit every single day and then pitch every fifth day is, is absurd, especially. In well, look at him. I mean, he, even him who's doing it the best ever it was, but he, he gets so many off days that he plays hardly. Like he won't play a full week of baseball. He's out half the league anyway. Ooh. Just for Shohei. Shohei's in the lineup every day. Is he? Oh, yeah. I was going, let me, I don't know. I was going through. Um, by the way, to have home to, runs in half the games. That'd be to go back. Um, Vladdy's down 10 RBIs. So he might not, he might not actually get it. 10 RBIs? What the hell yeah. happened in a week? I don't know. Um, Salvador Perez happened. He's got 46 bombs tied Vladdy. He has 115 RBIs. Man, that's let's, for a catcher. That's nuts. Let's give let's give Selby some love. That that guy has been a quiet, just like the best catcher. I mean, like every year he's he's there, like top. Nah, he's he's up there every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Won a World Series too. Yeah, bro. How long ago does that feel like when the Royals were oh, like God. nasty? That feels like that was that's that when Gardner, That was when Baumgartner was like the savior in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And now and now San Francisco is back at it. I know. I don't know anything else about baseball. I mean, I, I'm not I really with, with, with all the drama in the AL. I really have not watched a lick of NL baseball besides just being shocked that Padres were out as they were. But I don't know if you got anything else. No, I guess the one thing the one thing that isn't being talked about as much is Bauer. I guess like that. That's yeah, got to be they, pretty. Dude, they put that. They just swapped that under the rug. I no know, one talks man, about that. Like you don't hear anything about it, and it's just like, oh, he's he's still so he's, on. He's his body. He's just bodied. I don't know. He's suspended the rest of the season with full pay, I think. So, like, they're just waiting right. to investigate the whole thing and then going to go. But that could be – yo, if that – if the allegations – if he's found guilty of the allegations to yeah. the full extent of the law, he could go to jail for, like, a long time. Yeah. Could be with Watson. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, like, the details of Bauer's stuff was just – gruesome gruesome stuff is also it, just, it couldn't happen to like a worse guy in the sense that like he like the amount of shit he talks like that's the worst like he like he was the one guy that like should have been doing his best to avoid this kind of stuff because like he's like in any scenario a guy like him is gonna get the most shit tossed right back in his face yeah, how he he because you're if when you're that exactly. big of an asshole like people want to go i'm saying if, if that shit goes to court and he gets like confirmed guilty, like dude, he's he people are gonna ride against him. I know of all like, about how he was like this like pioneer, like this like rebel of baseball, and now he's like the biggest shithead ever. I know. Same thing with Deshaun Watson. I mean, you don't hear they said on the broadcast last night that like he's not gonna play for the Texans this year, but you would think that there'd be more stories about like details regarding Bro, Deshaun yeah. Watson details regarding if Deshaun Watson gets if that if that court case goes to how he's being accused 
he's literally going to be in jail like forever. <laughs> he yeah. has like he has like forty <laughs> allegations against him. Yeah, that's like no, that's I like think what happened to, like, like, like Bill Cosby. Came out. I don't know how many charges it is, but yeah, at least twenty or so women came out. No, I think so. I, I think it was like I think it was like forty six allegations, like twenty three, like twenty three confirmed. by like people came out and like spoke. It was it was something like that. But I think it got don't to listen like to our 40s. facts, folks. We're not we're not a legal oh, podcast, God. but. Dude, we're just dude, gonna, we're listen, just gonna throw stuff out there and talk this like, no, yeah, that's on you. I mean, I'm not spin zone. If you're listening to yeah, us, we're talking about shit that we have no idea what we're talking about. This is on so, you. It's fun to talk about, but uh yeah, I think I think that's it for baseball. <laughs> Ending on that note. Yeah, how do we get to the Sean Watson? Anyway, oh Trevor Bauer. Yeah, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, man. Um I just can go through the Thursday night game. Uh I mean Gross. Yeah. Fest, yeah, just both two terrible, terrible teams. Uh, I mean, the Panthers, I mean, okay, is Sam Darnold good or no? Or is he playing dog shit teams? I think that Sam Darnold – It beat the Saints, though. A middle-of-the-road quarterback that in most instances without a running back, which he's going to have for the next three, four weeks, he, he he's going to be in the – 20 to 25 range of rankings of quarterbacks. I mean, he's just, he, he's a serviceable guy and he's going to be a guy that sticks around the league for a long time and is possibly back up in five to 10 years. But I don't know. I mean, he's, he's got all the tools, like he's got the arm, but you saw in a couple of those plays where he fumbled, he just doesn't have the yeah. presence of mind to sense anything that's happening. Like I'm, you're stepping up in, <laughs> you're stepping up in the pocket and you're just ignoring the four defensive linemen that are closing in on you acting like they're not going to try to tackle you and knock the ball away. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, yeah. You're still looking downfield. You're in the pocket for five seconds. Like have some presence of mind, like throw the ball away, try to do something, run with it, whatever. But don't just stand there like a sitting duck. Can we talk about know. what is good with the Texans head coach? I don't know his name. That guy um, loves, that guy loves, that guy loves punting. Like loves <laughs> punting. Like the, <laughs> Last week he he declined that penalty to then go like to punt after he declined the penalty. And I think it was last night. I'm pretty sure they were on the Panthers side of the field. Yeah, it was. Was, it was fourth. The Texans, it was like fourth and two on like the 40 yard like line. The four, I, 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 the four they, were the about, they were thinking about rolling out Joey Sly, and uh, they ended up he, taking a delay of game and then punting. Yeah, it's like, bro, like yeah. a Houston's playing for nothing. You're coaching to try and show you have like the prowess to like be a head coach in the NFL. Like, and that that game is so irrelevant in the grand scheme of the season. Why the hell would you punt if you're the Houston Texans? Just go for it. Go for it. I don't care if you're on, on your own one yard line. Go for it. Team is doing. <laughs> team is literally out there just to be bodies. Like they're not playing for anything. They were they I, were in the game at one point. It was seven six, and then it was uh, then it was fourteen six. I know, but bro, it's like if anybody yeah, in the locker room is that delusional to think that they have a chance to do literally anything this season, they're all – I mean, that's on them for being absolute morons. Like, I understand they're going to go out there and throw games, but like they, I, I would hope they understand that they – this is a worthless season for them. I hope they understand yeah, that. I mean, they look they look not bad. I mean, I'm not going to say they look good, but here. they stayed in that game pretty well. I mean, they, they covered against uh, Cleveland. They beat Jacksonville as bad as – I mean, Jacksonville's bad, but they beat Jacksonville pretty good, stayed in the game against Cleveland. And then, I don't know, they, they – it's not like they got 
blown out in that game last night. It was just a matter of a slow death. Like they knew they were going to lose, but it was just like, it wasn't like 38, nothing. Like it was just like, all right, well, the Panthers are going to win. Let's see. Like if the Texans can come within like 14, like that was, that was, that was the game right there. Like they were playing to come within 14, but I don't Bro, know. Old, old I mean, has, has a first of all, Brandon cooks, what the hell is good with him? Like every he goes to, he, he plays serviceable, if not well. And then quick. he gets traded away. Like this year, I, I think he kind of thrives on teams where he's the number one option and he yeah. kind of needs to get the ball. But yeah, he, he's playing well. Their offensive line is not as bad as I thought it'd be. Compliment. Their secondary is actually pretty decent, even though they allowed a million yards to DJ Moore. So say something nice about the Texans. I dare you. There you go. Me? Couldn't tell you. He's got a nice. Has Davis a they, he's got that old boy got neck. Yeah. The picture of the, the picture of the coach literally like just Pause. full full hand grabbing his neck and like he still had room to spare. That was impressive. Yeah, that was probably the most impressive part of what it actually he 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 didn't look completely awful, but yeah, his neck is outrageous. Um obviously big news, McCaffrey goes down TBD for how long? RIP to all you fancy owners. I know Corey has him. Uh just so happens that I'm playing Corey this week. Not that anybody cares, but yeah, RIP to all you McCaffrey owners. And again, I mean, I don't know. It sucks seeing him go down. You, you, we, we missed, we got robbed of him and like Saquon last year. And like now we're going through the same thing again with him. So definitely sucks. It's, it's even worse with him too, because hamstring injuries are bad for any NFL player, let alone yeah. the most explosive running back in the league. Like he relies on that explosiveness and that ability, that shiftiness, that ability to burst through holes more than anybody because he's, he's a more, he's a smaller back. So his, his ability to go from zero to hundred and make that cut and explode through the hole makes him what he is. So if he's not hundred percent and hamstring injuries are very fickle, like you can, he can take six weeks off, come back and re-aggravate it and be done for the season. So it, it's frustrating, especially having him as a fantasy owner, but I mean, it's part of football. I mean, you saw last week, it's just injuries left and right, every which way you look. And it's, I think it's a little bit more aggravating that it didn't happen on like a, a, a big collision or something like that. It was just, those are the worst ones. Dumb luck. Like he's just running and all of a sudden, like, boop, there goes a hamstring. Like it has nothing to do with his durability. It's, it's literally just like shit just happened. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's the name of the game. How about, how about Frank trying to tell you you should have drafted Kamara? I think he was kidding. And then I know, I, but I, yeah, that, would, that, would get, that would get my blood boiling. Yeah, nah. I mean, it was. I, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even focused on Frank at that point. It was just. I, like I yeah, haven't. Even, be, I haven't even. Got for bird. For, like we're, Yeah, we're an anti-bird I, podcast. I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not psychologically ready to talk to Bird yet, and I'm supposed to golf with him tomorrow morning. So that's. Mm. I, I'm feeling a Chappelle show. Five fingers to the face. Slap. Slap. Dead ass. Because. Get one of those okay. unity rings. Get one, get one of the rings he has and punch him in the forehead. <laughs> unity, unity. <laughs> Matt like now likes that one. To give some context, um, Andrew Fox, we call him Bird, changed his fantasy team name last week to Chuba's Curse or Chuba's Curse. Chuba in, in spite of me. In spite of Joey, so he can <laughs> curse Joey. And the whole time I'm looking at it, I'm like, I know this is gonna like, something's gonna happen. Lo and behold, first week he does it, 
Chris McCaffrey loses his hamstring on the field. I'm running backless. He's got Chuba Hubbard. And now I want to strangle a bird. So for all the people at home wondering about our fantasy league, there you go. Yeah, it's always it's always something in our league. I mean, I, our league is so funny because like, there's so much. I mean, there's guys. Our league has to have so has had the most like non fantasy drama. Like, like me and Bird will like talk about like, our benches playing defense. Like our league is so stupid and so funny. Like Bird will Bird will pick up guys in the waiver that he like that in the past have like been on his bench when the other team like didn't score a lot. So Bird he'll claim that those guys play good defense. And then we'll, we'll, we'll always tell Frank, like, Frank has no control of his locker room of all his players. Like, that's what, makes, that's, so, that's what makes the league fun, though. I feel like our league is, we got to be the only ones that do that. Our league is so stupid. And like, I know. every it's, year, it's, every it's year, it's the same narrative. Nothingness. Like, we just, we just talk about nothing and then make dumb, weird shit up about, <laughs> about Ryan Fitzpatrick playing defense on Bird's bench. So the other two more than 140. You could, you could write the narrative to our league season. It's literally it's the same thing every year. We're like, our buddy Braxton will just draft like the most god awful team ever. He'll go like thirteen and three throughout the year. Mike Stefano will just he'll draft like Big Ben second round. He'll go fucking undefeated the whole year. And, and, and Frank Frank takes his claim already already a quick zero and two for Frank bottom of the leaderboard. Frank Frank is terrible, man. Let me yeah, just put that out there. I hope he listens to this podcast. That and I know, awful. like, he's got some dirt on me right Start now. Corey Davis. going out, and he can he can shit on me for that. But Frank's Frank's team, no matter what he does, is just terrible. <laughs> Absolutely, his guys don't play for him. Remember, he drafted like Kenyon Drake like sixth terrible. overall last year. <laughs> Would he take sixth overall? Kenyon Drake last year. Remember that? Can oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make a worse pick? Yeah, are you are you serious? Are you serious, man? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, Ricky Bart, yeah, Rick. You mean you made the worst managerial choice by dumping your own team to join Frank? You joined the worst guy in the league, bro. He could have picked, picked a stuffed animal; it would have been a better partner than Ricky Frank. was. Ricky was always like good in our league. Like, Ricky was one of the better players in the league before that. And then, and then Frank, and then he took Frank on brought the, him right down. He to took the on Frank, the lost cause. Frank's listening to fantasy footballers trying to plot, <laughs> trying to plot on his team, and Rick's just like, "Yo, let me draft who I want." Frank goes, nah, I got the right guy. I think Frankie played Corey Davis and Love Discussion. No, they both got like one point. Yeah. <laughs> he would have beat me if he started Sterling Shepard over Love Discussion. Oh, unbelievable. I can't talk too much. I, I've been a little rough skid the last two years. Yeah, you kind of stink too, not going to lie. No, I made I made playoffs in 19. Last year Last year was terrible. Last year was terrible. I'm not even going to deny that. I'm back now. I'm, 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 I'm I feel like, back. I mean, we've only had, we've only had like six winners in our league in like, We've been doing yeah, this. Yeah, Braxton. This will be the 14th year. I think the only people that have won the league in 14 years are me, you, each with one. Braxton. With three or four. Braxton Portia. with two or three. Torsha with two or three. Then Evan Zakos. Uh, one, two. Like, <laughs> one, two. Then he dropped out. So, like, that. that's too easy. That's pretty much everybody. It's crazy. Unreal. Enough about us. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you. I know you're you're a big uh, daytime debate show watcher. I am. First take, put their top five NBA players. Our boy Brown Brown's at three, three, and Kevin Durant was one. Thoughts? I to be honest with you, I shifted to undisputed because I think it's oh, way more entertaining. Even though, yeah. I just think I just think that Shannon Sharp is like the most entertaining sports. 
television person. No, he is <laughs> good. In my opinion, Shannon Sharp is just is masterful. With Kendrick all. Perkins is drawing on me. I used to hate Kendrick Perkins because he was like so I like, like on TV. Yeah. But bro, he he is so funny, bro. He again, first take those of you who might I don't know if you don't know or not. It's like yeah, it's like it's like probably ESPN's most watched program. Oh yeah, on, like yeah, easily. And Kendrick mm-hmm. Perkins, he will he will dial into this show on like Zoom on like a on like a two thousand and four like Motorola Razor. His camera will be like so blurry and he'll have like this, this is like a this is like a million dollar production show and he'll <laughs> dial in with like he'll have like a flip phone basically like his camera is so bad and he'll have like he'll have like the wire like the wired apple headphones and he'll have like that the microphone part like so close to his mouth you can hear him breathing just throughout the whole show and it is the funniest thing that you can watch like he tries to come out with these like controversial opinions too oh bro it, I, it used to piss me it. off and I, I would watch it on youtube and like it just grew on me i'm like dude this guy is hilarious he's literally no, he, he is funny i think when Ezra tried like, to say that chris middleton was better than Giannis or something oh, yeah, yeah but back to your point about the top five I, I mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put up a fight with kevin durant being number one right now yeah if anything i think Giannis should be number one Based did you see? What, did you see what he said? He he answered he to tra- it. Yeah, I think he plays that off to try to fly under yeah. the radar. He, he said that in the middle of America's the little sweetheart too. Which, for those of you that don't know, he said that he's not the best player in the world. Which, I don't care what you say. If you're in the NBA and you just won Finals MVP and you just beat Kevin Durant head to head, there's no way he doesn't think he's the best player in the world. So oh, he, know, he, know, that, he knows it. That's a little. That, that's a little miss misdirection little deceiving on his part but um I don't really have an issue even though I'm huge LeBron guy I don't really have an issue with him being three I, I think don't think LeBron, I don't think LeBron's the best anymore yeah I mean he, he's coming off a year fine. he was injured he'll be um, fucking 40 soon it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah I mean don't get me wrong I, I'm rooting that I'm rooting for them more than oh, any yeah. to win the NBA finals but it, it's gonna be a collective team effort and AD is gonna have to carry a lot of the load but yeah, I mean, if I had to construct a top five right now, it'd probably be, and this is biased, so disclaimer, biased. Uh, I, Until he proves me otherwise, when he's not injured, I'm still going to go with Brana number one, Giannis number two, KD number three. Four is, four is a little bit weird. I'd probably go Steph four. And then sneak in there. I, I, I mean, Jokic probably has to be in there, no? Like ESPN had Luca at four, at Doncic at four. Doncic at four. See, yeah, that's, those, a little, yeah. that's a little aggressive for me. I'd probably put him at six or seven. Interchange that with with James Harden at six or seven. So if you go, if you go, Bron, Bron, Giannis, KD, Steph, Jokic. For the sake of argument, we'll say Luca, Harden, and then then gets a little. And to think, to think, what like two two, two years ago? In there, yeah. Uh, AD is somewhere mixed in there. Uh, sheesh. Joel Embiid is in there. I don't know. It, it's it's going to be a real interesting year for the NBA, just because it's. I feel like it's more wide open than it's ever been. I mean, last yeah. year was pretty oh, yeah. wide open considering all the injuries, but this year is the the real year where 
Brooklyn at full strength is the heavy favorite, but they haven't proven anything yet. Giannis and the Bucks defending champs are going to come into the year with a sense of confidence where no one can beat them, especially when it comes down to it in the playoffs. Philly, if they can get if they can get a good package for Ben Simmons, will be interesting. Denver is going to come back, not really compete for a championship, but they'll be in the mix. Phoenix coming off a finals appearance. The Clippers, if Kawhi can come back, even though they're frauds, they can make a push. And then the Lakers. So it'll be uh it'll be real cool to see what happens. My honestly, as a basketball fan, my hope is that Portland starts out like 10 games below 500 and then their Damian Lillard demands out and they trade Damian Lillard for like Ben Simmons and four first round picks or some, some shit like that. So that'd be real cool because then the Eastern conference would get real interesting with Philly, Milwaukee and Brooklyn, but probably won't happen. Oh yeah. You know, see, I mean, ask me as compared to how we, at least how we grew up. I mean, definitely probably again, despite of last year's play out, I mean, the course of our life, we saw like literally four or five teams, over 20 or 20 years are the only ones that matter. Like we, we went through like the, the, the Laker era, era, the Boston big three. We had the, the Heat. team LeBron was on. We had, the, we, yeah, we, I'm saying, yeah, we, we had the Heat Spurs battles and then it went to Golden State and then we're now, we're not, now we're here. So that our life, them being compared to now to how we grew up is like, is insane. Right. I bro, yeah, our, I do our think childhood NBA was like literally, all right, LeBron's going to go to the finals and so is Golden State. That's like all, that's all, that's all we saw. Right. <laughs> And I think that the only reason why people aren't saying that about Brooklyn is because health, health is not a given. And oh, yeah. Henry has proven time and time again that he's fragile. He'll, he'll get injured at some point throughout the season. So the, it's severity, hard. the severity is yet to be seen, but he'll, he'll be out for at least a couple weeks stretch at some point. KD, other than that Achilles injury, really has been injury-free most of his career. And then Harden. I mean, he had the hamstring issues last year. Other than that, he's been injury-free, but Strip clubs. Know, man. It'll be it'll be it'll be cool to see it play out this year and maybe see some big blockbuster trades. Yeah, <laughs> the NBA I'm is sure. really the only sport that provides that for us. And it's the same, bro. No one, no one, no one trades. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the NBA, you see that shit all the time. Big yeah. trades, big signings, demanding out, which makes it probably my second favorite sport to watch. This league. This league. This league. Um, but I was gonna say. Like go back to well, I think like, like two years ago, there was a serious debate all across the media whether or not Kawhi was the best player in the world, and now no one's even. Yeah, I never thinking, thinking about that thinking about Kawhi yeah. in that. I completely yeah. heard that debate and brushed it off within 15 seconds. Anybody that tried to say that, first of all, Kawhi was on a Raptors team that played Milwaukee before they knew how to win. They they beat Philly by the craziest, most obscure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they play Golden State without KD, without Clay. So it's not like Kawhi was outside the top five at that point, but to call him the best player in the world was preposterous. The guy, yeah, the guy is just he's good and he's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. But there was people, there was people claiming like, oh my God, Kawhi has a chance if he can go win a championship with the Clippers, he can be in the goat discussion. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> okay bro like seriously these people they, so many people overreact to so many weird things in sports where clickbait it, it's all clickbait it's it's like okay i'm gonna put this controversial opinion out there and then hopefully my name gains steam i think that's what max kellerman tried to do when he first started at first take Tom oh, Brady yeah. off a cliff 
yeah. all these all these preposterous like opinions that <laughs> bro what a, what a shit take so die on <laughs> right it's such a shitty take and i i was dying on that hill too but I'm yeah not, you were you I'm were big anti brady if i was on first take i'd be a lot more careful with how i fucking formulated bro, he was adamant that. that was like that was a 20 that was a 20 like 16 tom brady's done <laughs> no and then he kept trying to like alter it oh no i meant like a year and a half about 2018 yeah. i'm mean, 2030 that, that kind of started the frustration with Stephen a smith where that boiled over with him pretty, pretty poorly. Like he was every single time that got brought up, he was like, I'm not trusting your opinion on nothing. And I know a lot of it's for the show, but I mean, clearly there was some, there was something going on there where he did not respect Max Kellerman's sports opinion. He would get frustrated with some of the takes that he had because now Max Kellerman's gone. So, I mean, I mean, there's the, I mean, if you want to, if you want to put Max Kellerman's career into one clip video, it's that one from like the 20, I think it was 2018 finals when Molly asked him, if you're Golden State, who would you want taking the last shot? He goes, Iguodala. Yeah, fate <laughs> of the universe, Iguodala. Yeah, yeah over, over Durant, Curry, and Clay. He's like, Iguodala. That, that's up there with my favorite moments that he had. I think my favorite moment ever is when they were talking about Lamar Odom. And Stephen A. Smith goes, and he was on crack. And then yeah, they zoom in on Max's face and his eyes just widened. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lamar Odom, man. I don't know what he's doing now. Probably just I don't know. Big ups to the boy. Hopefully, hopefully clean. Let's 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 all hope that Lamar Odom is is clean and, and doing well. Because he took a lot of abuse after that clip came out. Oh yeah. A lot. But oh boy. That's all I got, dude. Yeah, I mean, I think, all I, got. I think that's all I got, too. I think we did. I mean, yeah, again, dad's out of town. Frankie's always like the host, like the, the the cohesive part of this show. I, I have no idea how to host or hold a format. We yeah, just we'll get it form. together at some point, guys. No, nah, we just go now. Free form. We Hopefully just, midway midway through the season, we'll put together a complete show for you yeah, guys. Bro, it's, bro, it's week three. <laughs> rambling week three. about bullshit. It's week three. That's, I mean, that's, that's the best part. That's the best way to do it, though. Oh, man. Frankie, right, yeah, Frankie Format can do that. I get it. Do you want to do uh, Frankie's part? What Take is it? it easy. Take it easy. Hey, Mike. Take it easy, Mike. Appreciate your guys listening, Mike. <laughs> Scarface, go watch it. Out now. Cross theaters. Deuces. You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast.